This episode is brought to you by Health IQ. Health IQ believe the best way to improve the health of the world is to celebrate the health conscious through social and financial rewards. They have used science and gathered data to convince insurance companies that health conscious people, including cyclists, deserve lower rates in life insurance. Health IQ have helped tens of thousands of people secure billions of dollars in insurance coverage. For a free life insurance quote, visit healthiq.com slash speed. Again, that is healthiq.com slash speed. And now, on with the show. Episode 162 of the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast. Welcome one, welcome all. I know everybody's going to ask, who was that band that opened the show today? Because they're so awesome. Any guesses from any of the guests? I mean, uh, any of the co-hosts? Who was that? Who that was? No? I think Klaus would know. Is it a band from Spain? No, it is not a band from Spain. Or not that I know of, actually. Oddly enough, I don't think that I know where they're from. Cryptopsy. Is oh. it? They're from oh, Quebec. Uh, Quebec? Yes. Cryptopsy. God, that band is amazing. They're really, really good. But I, so. I really want to know what Mike and Natalia think of that music. I was going to ask if it was a band from Earth. <laughs> you sound like a grandma. That sounds like music from another planet. <laughs> Listen, though. That drumming is crazy. I have a, you should make a Spotify playlist for that. I should. I have the... Uh... I mean, like, most, like, brutal death metal is not really that fast. I mean, they do have the blast beats, but usually the vocals don't go as fast as these guys do. Amazing. I love I it. I have the uh, drummer's instructional DVD. <laughs> Get out, really? Yeah, Flo Monier is his name. Well, he has well, a, there you go. He has a good French Canadian accent. You learn, uh, you learn new things every day. Oh, uh, but in case you guys were wondering, uh, we are the least professional, least knowledgeable, and least informed podcasts of all times. Um, we are at speedmetalcycling.com. That's where you will find links to pretty much everything, including our Patreon. And we would like to thank. All the people who actually have um, helped us out, from the people that are donating $1 a month, all the way to the people that are donating $20 plus a month. So we really appreciate you and all the um, rewards and stuff are going to start coming your way um, soon enough. Um, we also like to thank uh, Health IQ. With, we have a new URL for them, healthiq.com slash speed, like the drug. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I'm your host, Dan Skull Crusher, and uh, I'm also known in the streets as Mike called Skull Crusher. And allow me to introduce your host. I don't know. 
I wanted to come up with something funny, something else that I maybe known in the streets as, and I was gonna say the best you Mike, came up with was Michael. You got you got to. I was gonna say Mike. No, I was gonna say Mike D. You got to start. But then I was like, wait. <laughs> Mike, do you take offense? <laughs> Mike, do you take offense that when someone tries to come up with something funny, they come up with your name? Yeah, it's not funny. No, I was gonna say Mike D. I was going to come up with Mike D thinking like M-I-C-D because my name is Dan. And then I was like, wait, Mike D from the Beastie Boys. So anyway, whatever. All right. So everybody has already heard. Mike is here. Klaus is here. And Natalia, we haven't heard from you. I'm here. Okay. And Natalia is here. All right. We have uh, plenty of cycling to talk about because of the Giro d'Italia. But does anybody else want to talk about any other nonsense before... Uh, I want to talk about social media. Okay, you want to talk about social media, but I want to talk about something that happened to me today, and it's incredibly personal, and it's going to be uncomfortable. I I I don't care. I'm sure. The bathroom. Uh, It happened in a bathroom, yes, but it doesn't have to do with number one or number two. It has to do with number three. And no, I'm not talking about puking. So today I had to go to the doctor to find out if my uh if my guys swim you know what i'm talking about (laughs) so i had to do the deed in a room and it was the most uncomfortable weird just horrendous experience ever you have you're like in a hospital and you're walking towards this room and everybody knows what you're gonna do in this room and then you're in the room and then you're like okay if i take too long then people are gonna be like why is he there for so long and if i'm if I'm too quick, then people are like, whoa, that was fast. And it's weird. And then there's like porn there, but it's like just standard, like, oh, yeah, porn, like girls with huge boobs. And it's, oh, it was so uncomfortable and weird. And I just, I was the worst experience ever. I just wanted to share and get it out there. Oh, what, what you have to do in order to have children in this country. In other I countries, gotten- you wouldn't have to. No. Uh, And before you ask, I haven't gotten the results. So I don't know if I'm, you know, if I'm able or not able. But it was really, really uncomfortable. Do you know what I mean? They had a little couch and a little TV with DVDs and like uh, penthouse letters magazine. It was exactly like my apartment. Oh, Mike, you win. Oh, I, yes, you just won. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. That'll be the end of that. But yeah, I mean, it's, I, I feel sorry for anybody that has to, I mean, of course, I have to, I feel sorry for women that have to go through the same process because, you know, for women, I mean, they don't have to do the deed, but they have to like, you know, things happen to them and people looking and, uh, I don't know. I don't know which one's worse. But anyway. It's not a competition. No, it's not a competition. It's not a competition. If I, complaining about it makes me feel sometimes guilty because then people, like women, would be like, oh, dude, you have no idea. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I kind of have a little bit of an idea because a doctor, like, has shoved his finger in my butt before for, like, checking the prostate because now I'm old enough or whatever. And that was bizarre. (laughs) all right my friend bend over oh boy here it comes oh boy here oh there it is 
<laughs> it, was, it was weird. It's an out, not an in. All right. Man, we're right. like doing a therapy session now. Of oh man, I, <laughs> no, that happened this morning, and I'm still not over it. I'm just—it's so—I'm so weirded out. But I, I don't think I'm ever gonna do that again in my life. Because every time I do it, I'm gonna remember that. You know what I'm saying? Whew. I'm gonna become a priest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, boy. Okay. Anyway. Um, Anybody else with crazy, uncomfortable ideas? I mean, stories. That no, but you I, don't want I want to, to talk about. I want to before I forget. I want to talk about the um, trailer for the upcoming HBO mockumentary tour to pharmacy. Yep. Uh, I I hate I hate the idea of it. I haven't even seen the trailer. I fucking hate the idea that a bunch of people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about are gonna make fun of something. That sounds like our podcast. <laughs> no, because we know what we're talking about. We're not making fun of it. We embrace it. Uh, I, it look, if you watch the trailer, you'd be like, this is exactly the movie I would make if someone gave me $2 million to make a movie. About <laughs> First of all, uh, Jeff Goldblum is in it. Yeah, I know. favorite actor amazing. of all time. Mike Tyson is in it. Lance Armstrong is in it. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren is in it. John Cena is in it. It's John like the Cena list, is in it? Yeah, the, yeah, the list is infinite. John Cena is my favorite actor of all times, man. Dude, have you seen uh, 12 Rounds? Yeah, no. she's hot. <laughs> have you good seen movie. his denim shorts? <laughs> <laughs> I have to say I yeah. haven't seen the trailer. I'm watching it right now, but without sound. I, so. I feel like we should get out ahead of this and just embrace it and then like become affiliated with it and get sponsored by HBO. Oh, let's do it. Mm -hmm. All right. You know what? I'm going to get my people right on it. All right, great. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, the idea just automatically, as soon as I heard about it, I was like, oh God, here we go. Just make fun of cycling for the masses. And it's going to suck because everybody's going to be like, oh, you like cycling? Have you seen that movie? Do like, you, oh. Here's my question to you. Do you, do you really want pro cycling to be popular? No, you're, I don't want it to be super popular. Then, then, then no. it endorse this movie. Everybody's going to give up on it. That's, I was thinking about maybe becoming a fan, but no way after watching that exactly. movie. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, it, it is kind of funny, though, that I think if that question were asked to a bunch of cycling fans, I would say, I would think that most of them would say, nope, I don't want cycling to be more popular. Right. I want it to be popular enough that it can sustain right. itself. There's sponsorships and maybe that it can even be shown um, you know, the, on, on, a, on a bar or something like that. So you can go and watch it kind of the same way that you would with, you know, whatever hockey. Why or not as popular as like baseball? No, that's too much. That's too popular. That's too popular. I mean, I carried away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I, I always say... wonder about that. Like people are like, I want it to be popular. How popular? Not too popular. <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. I want it to be as popular as Major League Soccer is here. You know, where in, in cities bad, like Seattle, yeah, that's pretty good. Because in, in cities like Seattle or Portland, they sell the stadiums out. Right. But in cities like New York, not quite so much. You know, there's the a US, couple of good teams yeah. in Canada and, you know. But, I mean, if you ask anybody here in Pittsburgh anything about Major League Soccer, they don't know what the hell you're talking about. What's so, the New York team? Uh, there's two teams in New York. The New York Red Bull and uh, NYFC. Red, New York Red Bull Singular? 
One bowl. Yeah, the name of the name of the team is New York Red Bulls, but <laughs> okay. they're sponsored by by Red Bull. They're owned by Red Bull. Got it. They used to be called the Metro Stars, and uh, oh, I was right. a member. Of, yeah, yeah, I was a member so of that, their fan club. That's <laughs> always the question. Like, uh, you know, when you like a certain band and they get big, right. you can ask people like, at what point was the popularity that you were comfortable with? You know, <laughs> like people that like Metallica in the early um, I was going to say Metallica. A lot of people be like, dude, once they put out Kill Em All, fuck them, dude. They were in a, in a label and they put out a record, fuck them. Then some people may say like, dude, once they put out Ride the Lightning, no way, man, because they, they had a ballad in that. And then. Some people are like, dude, Master of Puppets was actually in the charts, on the Billboard charts, so that's too much. And then some people are like, what? And Justice for All, they put out a video on MTV, man, the hell with that. And then, oh, the Black Album was the worst thing to ever happen because they did that huge tour with a snake pit in the middle. And like, then everything else from there just sucks. For me personally, and Justice for All, from then on, is absolute crap. So I just think for cycling... For a lot of people in the United States, the sweet spot, oddly enough, would be the Lance Armstrong era. Yeah, or is that maybe right? Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would think that that's probably about the right, um, the, the the right amount of popularity. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, granted, most people they were fans of the of cycling in the United States were just, you know, total douchebags that gave up on the sport as soon as the lands lands. Lance made America great again. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else would agree that that was a good time is Trek. Yes, that's right. Trek. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's 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 difficult. It's difficult to say uh because I mean most actually while the lands years were going on, I actually boycotted cycling in general. Uh, you know, to myself, of course, what the hell am I going to do? I'm not buying a Trek bicycle. I'm never buying a Trek is, bicycle. Is, but I mean, Lance, like I just, is Lance the St. Anger of your analogy? <laughs> <laughs> I think Lance is the Black Album of my analogy, actually. Okay, all right. Black. No, 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 because the, no, but the Black Album has that song, Sad But True, that I kind of like. Uh, so what was, it was, was it Load that came after the Black Album or was it St. Anger? Load. Klaus. Load. So then there you and go. Load. Is load. Yep. There you go. It's perfect because the first time Armstrong was, and then he's come back with Astana. That ah, was right. reload. <laughs> that was reload. There you go. That's <laughs> beautiful, 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 beautiful. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough thing. And I compare it to, or I think about it, I think about it with music very, very often, especially because I mean, you know, back in the day, when I was a teenager and in my early 20s, it really hurt me if a band that I really liked got popular. Right. Now, I now I just don't give a shit. But with with cycling specifically, it's not that I still think about it the way that I used to when I was a teenager. But, but even better than that is that, um, oh yeah, I don't, I don't think about it like I'm, like I'm a teenager and I'm going to be like, no, now everybody's going to like the sport that I like. I just... Don't want it to become a popular sport because I, I, it's going to change with that. And I don't want cycling to change. I like it's it the way that it with is. with or without that. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. I mean, it has slowed, slowly changes, of course. You know, I mean, there used to be no helmets and now there is. And I hate that. But, you know, of course, it's going to change. It's going to change with or without. But, um, you know, actually, when I go riding my bike, I actually wear those little leather, like stripey ones. Just to like, you know, so it's my I, protest. I was only asking because 
I've noticed that some people say that, like, get someone, get your friends to ride a bike. Everyone should ride a bike. And then they're like, no, but I don't want everyone to ride a bike. Like, they want to be. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Weird. Uh, oh, but that's different. That's different. I do want everybody to ride a bike. I just don't want people to, like, know what Paris-Roubaix is. It's different. Because mm. riding a bike, the more people that ride a bike, the safer the streets will be for everybody. And not necessarily because there's going to be a thousand bikes out on the street, but... If you're like that random redneck in the pickup truck that like honks his horn at like cyclists and their neighbor who he has a crush on says like, oh, I like riding my bike. I ride my bike all the time. And he sees her riding her bike. Next time that he next time that he's on the road and he's a cyclist, he's going to think like, oh, that could be Mary or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like the more people that know other people that ride, the more respect there's going to be towards cyclists. That to me makes perfect sense. So if everybody rides a bike or knows somebody who rides a bike, they're going to respect cyclists a little bit more and we're going to have a lot less accidents, but especially the, the road rage. The That's it. <laughs> I don't want anybody to know what Paris-Roubaix is. From then on, I just stay away, redneck. I don't want you to run over Mary, but I don't want you to know what a pirate bay is. I've seen too many movies. That sounds <laughs> preposterous. What? What sounds preposterous? The pirate bay party well, couple's baby. This whole, that they thought of this whole like montage where like the redneck in the truck like sees the someone. No, 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 no. Because because I mean I I heard a it's long like, time ago. I don't even remember where I heard this, but somebody said like the moment that somebody else knows that you ride a bike. Next time they see a cyclist, they're going to think of you. No, I, I agree mean, with the I heard this. I just, thought, years I just ago. think the characters need to be fleshed out a little bit more. <laughs> oh, dude, I just came up with that. Like, it's off the cuff, man. Oh, okay. You know right. what I'm saying? I just, I was just like, part of like an unwritten down. screenplay that you've got and like in a notebook somewhere. <laughs> no, my screenplay is way better than that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Hey, uh, we're like. 18 minutes in so natalia let's talk about uh let's talk about uh what do you call that thing social media metallica natalica <gasps> we were talking about metallica we didn't even say natalica the whole time Ugh. shame on you lost up i know i'm i very big ah shit i'm gonna make a note to Fine. slap myself later all right <laughs> all right natalia go for it so, so you I said have... you weren't gonna do that again i have two things to say <laughs> <laughs> and then a bunch of random stuff. I think Klaus. Oh, well, so it's not. It's I, not. I, 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 so it's not I, just I think, two things. Wait, it, I thought not, you said two no, things. No, no, it's like two things related to the social media, and then random things. Oh, okay. Like all over the place. So okay. yeah, sorry, Klaus, that I didn't get. I didn't give you a memo. So one of the things mm. is that the listeners they don't know it, but we are Colombianizing them because. Now they have the urge to give writers a nickname. So we have one for Bob Jungles that he, he calls. And I don't know. I mean, this is me saying Colombianizing because the only place where I have seen the need to put a nickname on a cyclist that is doing well is in Colombia, even if it's against the will of the cyclist. So they, they, it has to have a yeah. nickname. That is something that is very... Very, yeah. very, very close yeah. to what is, what is so, yeah. So one of them, Puma, wanted to, uh, decided that he was going to give Bomb Jungles the nickname as Mr. Bungle. Oh, and like the band, Mr. Mr. Bungle. Yeah. And like I'm, I, I, I didn't know what it was. Then I came back and said, like, dude, you need to give me more evidence. 
does he look like him? Does it's like, I didn't even know what he was talking about. <laughs> and he was like, okay, you ignorant. This is a band. I mean, he didn't say that, but he's like, oh, oh she's dude. cute. He, he, she doesn't yeah, even he know probably... Mr. Bumble is. But... And then after that, this is when it hit me that this guy is turning into a Colombian. After that, then Bob Jungles won the stage and then he threw it back. To that. You see? You see? Just after we nicknamed yeah. him. See what he did. <laughs> yeah, it's only, it's only good. It's only good. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So, there you go. fair warning, people. You don't know it, but you're getting Colombianized. And then yes. the other one that I. That's, that's how we do it. That's how we do it. And then the other yeah, one, which is, by the way, this is the, the best in show for the week. And forever, I guess. It's going to be <laughs> the following. Please stop with the script and Natalia's social media section. <laughs> Go back to bullshit and fun. But wait, 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 wait. What, no. what script? Oh, like when you read when something? You like like, like the, the segments go in disorder and fine. Uh, so I guess. Well, dude, we already talked about Jizz and Lance Armstrong. So that's enough bullshit. Yeah, no, but that's, that's, that's funny. So. Yeah, the people don't like the social media section, so fine. I don't. One less well, thing wait, I have to one, do. I'm all up for it. One person, listen. One person doesn't like it, and guess what? The only, the only, the only thing that matters is whether or not we like it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, if there is nothing to report, there is nothing to report. Oh, by the way, congratulations to El Guapo that won the Velo Game thingy for the Tour of California. This is your prize. Oh. Congratulations, you won. <laughs> Now, now, wait, wait, wait. Speaking of the Tour of California, who won the actual Tour of California? The guy from Lotto Bennett. that crashed that last time. Say it again. Bennett? Yeah, George Bennett. Oh, Sam Bennett. George Sam Bennett. Bennett. No, George Bennett. George Bennett. Christian Bennett. George Bennett. Sam. Christian yeah, Bennett. Sam Bennett. Is- <laughs> Mike Bennett. Mike Bennett won it. Uh, <laughs> Valverde. Mike Spriggs um, <laughs> won it. Uh, so, no, no, no. Sam Bennett is the, the sprinter guy. In, uh, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's George Bennett. So he won it. The second was a... That, I mean, I mean, I meant... I meant Bora, Bora Hansgrohe, I meant. Okay, no. Uh, I'm kidding. It was like Bennett and then I think Maka was in the podium and Talaski. I don't remember oh, very Michael. well. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right, cool. Was oh, it a good this race? Is the, this, is the, this, is, this actually connects to one of the my first random things that I have to say. So when I was watching both the Tour of California and the, the Giro Italia, the commentators meant they cannot, keep, no, they cannot keep bringing up that Canon de El Drapac had not won a single World Tour race uh, since like 2015. But it was yeah, uncanny yeah. because they were giving you not, oh, it has been, you know, like almost three years since they, two years since they didn't win anything. No, it was like, there has been 200 and something, something days since the last time that Cannondale <laughs> won anything. I'm like, dude, stop the major jinx. And this is, this was going on at the commentary from Eurosport. This was going on at the commentary of the Tour of California. And then I'm finally, sure Talansky oh. breaks the spell, wins a stage in the Tour of California, and suddenly it's like, oh, yeah, but that doesn't count. Like, come on! <laughs> what, wait, why doesn't that count? It is why a world to race. No, no, no. It is a world to race that is given, yeah. but it's not, it's, it's, it's not the, the ones that, count as world tour you know like is the it's the same thing that you make fun of them saying like you you are the foreground tour wannabe or something like that so it was just but funny listen, and it's like oh yeah finally when, they broke the spell but eh, you know like it's right. not 
It's like, come no, on, listen. come on, come on, dude. Just, just give them a break. You know, like they, they want no, it, that damn it. That's <laughs> I, I don't appreciate the fact that you say that I make fun of things. That's not very nice. Okay. I never make fun of anything. Never yeah, make fun of anything. Yeah, they're very serious. All right. Well, I but, think at but, this but, point, but. they would have taken a local crit victory. Yes, as long as it was World Tour. Yeah. Uh, listen, um, so was it a good race? The it tour was, in general? Uh, the, the part that I enjoyed more was Lachlan Morton fighting back to get the white jersey. That's the... There's, but in general, it has, it has some... Th- no, it, it, was, it was good. It was good. I don't say okay. it's good. It was... I, I, say, I say this every year. Every year I say this. Mm-hmm. Next year, I'll watch it. Yeah. And then I never do. Sure, sure. I just, I'm too, I'm too vested in the Giro. I can't sit there and then just watch another race. Like, I, I can't do, I don't know. I just, it's too difficult okay. for me. All right. I need to, I don't know. I, I have to, to tell you one thing. One. The cyclists seem to like it very much. All of them were super well, of happy course. about it. And- Listen, any event in the United States, any event in the United States, they like it. It doesn't really matter. You know, soccer players loved when the World Cup was here. And, and you get to come to the United States. Of course, everything is nice here. The hotels are nice. People treat you nice. You can just hop in a plane and be in Disney World with your family. You know, it's just, people just love it. Like bands, when they're on tour here in the U.S., they love it, you know? It's the same thing. I understand okay. why. I totally understand why. Okay. The other um, thing, especially okay. California, you know? Okay. The other thing that made me laugh was... That Rob Hatch declared the following: Posato, king of the hashtags. <laughs> when did this happen? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Is Posato a uh, creative yeah, no. mind when it comes to hashtags? I didn't know that. Maybe I need he to start following that. Dude. A lot. Is that I the can't only thing he's good at? Oh, oh, Klaus Burns. Oh, come on! Oh, come on! <laughs> he, he attacked. He attacked during stage thirteen. Or I saw that for like. 20 seconds. <laughs> no, it was more like 17 seconds. Yeah. And then he actually, the best thing was that he attacked, didn't work. And instead of just going back into the peloton, he just went straight through all the way back. Yeah. That's all he, he was had. was so ashamed. Mike, yeah, that's it. This is your chance of rebuttal here. They are messing with yeah. Posato. No. He can, he can fend for himself. He's a, he's a, he's, yeah. he's a, he's a, he's a big boy. Yeah. He's a big boy. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, 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 no. I mean, it, I can't believe that you don't follow him on social media. He's really, really funny. And, yeah. and the thing is that I, I have a, he kind of realizes that he's ridiculous. So he's making fun of himself a little bit in the whole thing. I don't think that completely, but I think that sometimes he puts stuff that is so ridiculous. Even he realizes it's funny. Okay. You know and what the, I'm and the, here's a hint for you guys. His plans for retirement apparently are to become an agent for cyclists. So he seems to be... Hmm. To start recruiting well, now, like listen, trying to get his uh, wait, first clients. So apparently retirement is coming for Posato. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it has to be soon, but if you're a cyclist and you want to stay within the world of cyclists, the, of cycling, uh, you have three options. You can become a broadcaster. There's no way in hell Posato can do that. <laughs> you can become, you can become a, a DS. Yeah, what team is going to hire him? He's like, what are you going to tell us? Like, when's the last time you want anything? Or, or they can become an agent. So just by default, he was like, all right, I guess I'll become an agent. <laughs> or but you I'm can sure he would much rather. And buy a cafe. <laughs> uh, there you go. Just buy some cafe in the middle of nowhere. Cafe Polsato. I'll, I'll okay. go there. 
the other funny part, the oh. only fu funny thing that happened was that apparently Simon Geschke was left behind by the boss team. I don't remember oh, yeah, what I stage that. was that. That. that was, that was so best. funny. Like, dude, <laughs> how did this happen? But... So, But I can tell you this, I can beat that story with a much better story of when we were on tour. Klaus, you probably remember this. We were on tour. Um, we played with a band called Hiatus from Belgium. And they told us a story that at one point they were on tour and they stopped at a gas station. Everybody gets out of the van, you know, when they stop at a gas station, go and buy like, I don't know, whatever, soda and cigarettes or whatever. They all got back in the van and they started driving half an hour on the highway. They're like, uh, wait a second. Uh, we left the drummer in the gas station. They turn around, of course. They get to the gas station. The drummer is sitting in his underwear, just tidy whities European style, you know, the marble bags. He's just sitting there drinking a beer, sitting on the sidewalk of the, like, by the gas station. They were like, dude, we're so sorry, but why are you naked? And he was like, well, I knew you guys were eventually going to come back, so... I just sold my clothes and bought some beer. <laughs> like, Who the hell buys clothes off of somebody? Like, what are you talking about? Best story ever. So the question the is, what did Gashka sell? <laughs> to get, to get some beer. <laughs> How does that happen? They don't do a head count like in the movie Home Alone? Yeah, something <laughs> well, like that, that. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. And One I of the heard, fans got I in there. I heard an interview, the and the guy, because they were asking him, were you late? And he's like, Germ I'm German. I'm never late. I was actually there one minute before the <laughs> before. the time that the, the thing was supposed to, to leave. The bus was supposed to leave. But I was like, oh, poor guest came in. Nobody remembered him. That's hilarious. You know, like, that's oh, how yes. busy you have been. <laughs> I oh, that's how forgettable he is. Yeah. I think they should have just been like, they should have just been like, oh, dude, we're almost there already. Why don't you just catch a cab? Just call an Uber and meet they us here. They sent one of the team cars back to get him. That's hilarious, man. Yeah, I, I heard that. I thought that was really, really, really funny. But anyway, we're talking Jiro now. So, guys, yeah. I have a game for y'all. It's oh, a little man. trivia game. All right. It's going to start. I have three questions for each of you guys. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, they start really easy and they progressively get a little harder. Oh, I'm going to get the GRE. No, no, <laughs> nothing is really that difficult. I'm going to keep tabs here. You get one point for each answer, for each one that you answer correctly. So I'm going to keep score on this little piece of paper right here. You guys can't see it, but I have a little piece of paper and a pen, black ink. All right. Klaus, you go first. Oh, no. Who, who, what writer in this year's Giro d'Italia is wearing number one? Can I give him a hint? Oh, no, uh, no, no hints. Whatever. Come on. Uh, whatever, Italian guy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Klaus. Italian um, guy is not going to cut it. Uh, Bahrain uh, Italian guy who's defending. <laughs> What's his name? The shark. Nivoli, uh, Nivoli. Yes. Ding, ding, oh, ding, ding, ding. I'm going to give you a point. I'm going to give you. You eventually got it. All right, Mike, you're next. I knew from the beginning, uh, but seriously could not think of his name. <laughs> Mike. Oops. Uh, what country do you think has the most writers in the race? 
What nationality? Italy. Italy. Bing, 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 bing. Very good. All right. Mike gets one point. Uh, Natalia, what country has won the most stages in this year's Giro d'Italia? Colombia. No. Nah. Colombia. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. For an extra bonus point, how many? Four. No. Five. Five. Plus five. five. No, yeah. sorry. Klaus. Yeah. Klaus. Um, how many? I can't read my own handwriting. Hold on a second. Uh-oh. How many coca plants? How many? 32. Colombia. How many Colombians are in the Giro this year? How many Colombians in the Giro this year? Okay. Gaviria, Anacona. That's two. That's three. The answer is too many. (laughs) Hey, that's racist. That's racist. (laughs) Um, Think Posato. Uh, nah. <laughs> uh, oh, and now, and now, so that's okay. four. Mm-hmm. Okay, how many Colombians? And Dude, come on, just answer the freaking question. And fi- uh, five, exactly five. five. And, yeah, there's a guy uh, from whatever. Yeah, uh, Daniel Felipe. Yeah, yeah. Felice, Daniel Felice Felipe. Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. How yeah. many Americans are at the oh, race? How many one. Americans? One. One. <laughs> Sorry, dude. It's actually six, six Americans. Yeah. Six? Six. Mm-hmm. six Americans. Yep. Natalia, if Italy has the most riders in the race, who has the second most riders in the race? Northern Spain? Spain? <laughs> Northern Spain? Ireland. Spain is correct. Gotta be right. All right. After yes. the second round, Klaus has two points. Mike has one. Natalia has two. Klaus, you're next. How yeah. many stages? How many stages has Spain won? How many stages have Spanish riders won in the 2017 Giro d'Italia no so far? No idea? Is, uh, is that your final answer? Uh, hold on. I'm, I'm going to say... Just guess. One. Zero. Ah, ah, two. Uh, Omar Fraile. Remember? Omar Fraile won. And uh, I don't know. I don't remember who the second one is. Gorka but... Izaguirre. That's ah, Izaguirre, of course. Gorka. Gorka. Okay. Mike. Yeah. You're next. Great. Who won the first stage? Who won the first stage of this year's Giro d'Italia? The very first pink jersey, um, Maglia Rosa. He has a funny name. He does. Like, uh, he has a funny name. Like uh, Hamburg. Let me hold on. Ham- not the Hamburglar, <laughs> but something like the Hamburglar. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. Pustelburger. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. The Hamburglar is pretty funny. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, even people in his team don't remember who, his name. Aww. He's he's going places though. He's a young kid, so he's going places. Anyway, uh, Natalia, mm-hmm. what 
climb is this year's Chimacopi? Oh, man. I don't know. Stelvio? The highest point in the race. The Yes. Wow. Yeah. Estelvio. Natalia has three. Klaus has two. Mike has two. All right. Last round. I have to just, every time I hear Chimacopi, and especially the way you phrase that, it's like that joke. Um, what's the soup du jour? And then the guy says, it's the soup du jour. <laughs> and then he goes, excuse me, what's the soup du jour? Mm, that's the soup of the day. Mm, that sounds good. I'll have that. <laughs> this comes up every other episode. One Chimacopi. I love I love that movie so much. And I'm so glad that the guys in uh, Orica Scott also bring it up during one of their oh, like yeah. backstage passes things. One yeah, they, they talk about, yeah, uh, it's, uh, uh, what's the name of the guy? Eastern European dude uh, from Orica. Um, shit, he did a ton of work two days ago. Um, Meskiets, is that his name? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, Klaus, Klaus, last one for you. Uh-oh. Name one, only one, of the two Irishmen in the race. I actually already mentioned one of them earlier in the episode. Mm. Okay, hold on, because I'm thinking like team by team of who. Oh, there's a uh, siren, Mike. Mike. Yeah, Sorry. just Irish guys. No, no, no problem. Sean Kelly. <laughs> no. Sorry, I'm just trying to think of the Irish writers that I know and who is there. Uh, d- no, no. Um. Mr. Lisi. Ah, oh, come on, Natalia. Shut up. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a big prize you guys are playing for, so don't help him. Okay. Is uh, Dagan Irish? No. The two Irish no. men are Sam Bennett, Sam okay. Bennett, and, and Dynan. Dignan. That's what Remember I said. I, I meant to say that. <laughs> I said Dig. He said what Dainan. I said. Dagan. God damn it! I know, That's I what I meant. His- Danan I can't Alton. pronounce his name either, but you did say something about Team Sky, so I'm going to give it to you. I want to give it to you. All right, Klaus, you have three. You end with three points. Okay. Mike, you're I next. I think I only know like four Irish dudes. I just got a breaking uh, Twitter alert that Lucas <laughs> that Lucas Postelberger has been left behind by his team bus. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say his name without cracking up. <laughs> Oh my God. All right, Mike. Name one. Only Wait, one. How many questions does this thing have? I thought you said three questions. Uh, that's it. Is this it? No, this oh, is okay. four questions. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mike, name one, only one of the two Canadians in the Giro this year. Oh All you got to do is God. name one. There are no Canadians. This is a trick question. Oh, I know <laughs> of one. Uh, I'm sorry, Klaus, that you don't qualify for answering this question. But Mike already messed it up. So, Klaus, name one. Because I watched the Orica thing, Svein Tuft. Svein Tuft, one Canadian. Yes, very good. The other one is uh, Michael, Michael Woods. Woods. Is that his name? Michael? Yeah. Michael I was Woods. knocking on wood, uh, Mike. Come on. Uh, <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. All right. Uh, and Natalia, last one for you, last one of the game. Shit. Name one. Only one of the four Danes in the Giro. There's four people, four riders from Denmark, 
Name one. Just give me one. Ah, uh, this Hansen guy, but the name is not Adam Hansen. Stars, stars, stars. Ah, what is it? Jasper, Jasper. Jasper Hansen. All right. Yep, Jasper. Okay. Yeah. All right. Natalia wins. She gets four out of four. Wow. Klaus missed one. Mike missed two. All right. There you go. Natalia, you get the big prize. Uh, when I think of something, I'll let you know. Actually, no. You know what your big prize is? Your jersey. Oh. Your speedmail cycling jersey that I actually mailed today. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, you're welcome. Wait, All right. Way to what? make us look totally clueless. Ah, come on. Like anybody, could have, like anybody could have answered any of those. Come on. No. Like, for example... I, if there hadn't been much pressure, it would have taken me 10 seconds more to think of Nibali's name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, I think for Mike. We all know that you knew the answer. Right, yeah, Mike. and yet it was not coming to me. It happens. I, I can no, tell. I, I can tell. You know, yeah, if I had a penny every time that I have to hear that from a student, I would be so rich now. <laughs> so rich. <laughs> Believe them. Give them the grade. Think about me. <laughs> You're funny. So, guys, you have to let... What? I need to ask this question before I forget. So, I read what? somewhere that Gaviria crashed at the Giro. Is that true? Yes. When did that happen? Yeah, I totally he, missed it. Hmm. He had a fall, like right. uh, I don't know. At some point, like a couple of... Uh, it, obviously, it wasn't bad. But yeah, yeah, he, he crashed. Yeah. Why I is this surprising? Quintana crashed. Mike, Mike, that's racist. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's racist. I just tell it like it is. Well, so there okay. you go. Because we haven't talked about the race at all. Quintana did crash. And this is yes. a perfect example. It's still like 30K to go. And it is relatively easy to say, okay, everyone slow down for just a second. And they did. Should they have gone ahead? Then on. So Absolutely. To wait. And I just yeah, think I, it, that's I even, uh, when you see the difference between the two, it's, it becomes, I think, pretty obvious when you can and when it's tough to, to do that. Well, also, I, I, I think that a lot, I heard a lot of people say like, oh, if Quintana, if they waited for Quintana, why did he sprint for those extra two bonus points, uh, seconds? And I, I, to me, it's clear why he sprinted. He's a winner. He no, because climbers sprinting look fucking hilarious, and he wanted to like make people laugh. That's why, <laughs> because he didn't even do like a, like the bike throw at the end of the thing. He didn't even do that. It was like it looked so awkward sprinting. But I think that Dumoulin waited. That's very nice of him. Um, and then Quintana joined the race again, and then he sprinted. I don't think that there's a problem with that at all. And and. I also don't think that there's a problem at all with what Movistar did necessarily. So, and nobody else within the race seems to think it's a problem except for Orica Green Age. Now that I'm getting to see Demolon a bit more, just because Mm -hmm. he's on screen a lot more, he's a very good looking guy. I was about to say, uh, my wife was like, oh, he's not a bad looking man. He's no John Degenkolb, but yeah. The funny thing is that how many people get Degen Kolb and Kittel confused? Oh, you know what I mean? On. No, no, no not, not, not the way they look. I mean, the name, you're like, oh, some German sprinter. Kittel is so good looking and Degen Kolb just really isn't, you know? 
It's not ah, relative. Whatever. You know that, right? No. There's nothing relative when it comes to me. For me, it's either black or white. Oh, listen, speaking of black or white, uh, did you guys see uh, they had actually after that stage that uh, that we were just talking about, the jungles one, they had uh, Jamondi was actually on the podium giving the pres- giving the the whatever trophy or whatever to oh, really? Bob Jungles. He looked so old and grandfatherly and like all bent and like just so out of it. He looked just like a straight up like grandpa dude. <laughs> like, and he was presenting the young writer's classification. And he looked like the old dude from up. Like all <laughs> Oh. I felt so. I know. I'm sorry. He's like 99 years old or whatever. Not, not really. He's last time I age. saw him, he looked pretty good. So maybe the last few years have not been kind to him. Oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe he just uh, like pretended to look super old. That way, they'll just leave him the hell alone next year. That <laughs> like way, just, by comparison, oh, the young writer will look even younger. I, th- I, I don't know. I think no. I think it just wants them to like please leave me alone. Oh, also, you know what else happened in that stage, too? It was uh, Tanel Kangert had that horrible, horrible crash. It was he so that... awful. Oh, my goodness gracious. Ooh. But I think, wait, we traded emails about that, didn't we? That I said that I'm glad that there wasn't better, uh, or was that, did I tweet that? I can't even remember. I remember typing it, but I don't remember for what purpose. That I'm glad that there's not better shots of it, because that's the kind of thing that would just end up in YouTube, and people would be like, my God, look at this, it's hilarious. God, it looks so disgusting, man. I'm glad that the only thing he had was a broken elbow. Because, oof, oof. Yeah, that was a little um, too much for me. And he's going to be out for six months. So season's over for him. This is so sad. Yeah. Meanwhile, Adam Hansen crashes and he's still going strong. Huh? That dude is incredible, man. He's like made out of rubber. Did you see... um I recently saw the video that GCN did where they looked at his suitcase for the Tour de France. It must have been last year. Adam Hansen. Oh, 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 yeah. That sounds mildly familiar. If you check it out, because I know it's not the usual, like, I have this many socks and this many shorts. He carries really weird stuff. And they talk about how he has fixed the internet on the FDJ uh, bus and stuff. Like, I don't know. I, I the whole thing about him being weird and different is gets a little I, old, but it he yeah, it's an interesting video. Uh, I don't know. I think if somebody tells me like, dude, we're gonna come and film your bag, I'll put a bunch of weird shit in there too. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? I totally would. I'd be like, I have these I have these glasses that are like in the shape of stars, but they have the the American flag on them. You know that I always wear on July Fourth because they're preposterous. I would throw those in my bag. You know what I mean? No, no, no. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Hey, uh, another question is um, in Eurosport, they, con- they they constantly refer to Nairo Quintana as the Condor, El Condor. Yeah. It's way better than Nairo Man, but is that a nickname in Colombia as well for him? Or is this just like the British press? It was. It, it was, was yeah. but before Nairo Man. Oh, it was. Okay. Awful. A Nairo Man is horrible. Horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That is That's from cool. coming from the stupid guy, Sabato, that does the commentary for ESPN Latin America. Oh, he was the yeah. same guy that baptized Gaviria as the missile 
and Gabilia oh, has to like go out and says like I hate that freaking nickname. Oh, they Stop still use it. In, Thank you uh, they very used much. It in Eurosport. They used it in Eurosport a couple of times. No, but yeah, yeah that's enough that's is it. enough. I, this is I and this is coming back to my comment about Colombians or are people having the need to nickname a person even against their will? Because I know yeah. for certain that Carlos Betancourt doesn't like the Bananito nickname oh, yeah. that some yeah, I know that. TV yeah. commentator gave him, but guess what? That's fine. If you don't like it, you have to suck it up because that's where we are going to call you. And the same thing happened with Gaviria. He has been telling people, at least for the past six months, that he doesn't like the missile. It's like, can't you just please call. call me Gaviria? I don't have nicknames. I don't have nicknames. Well, it's not you can't. You can't. Not, you so. can't. Just you ask, can't not have nicknames. Just you ask can't. Garrett Thomas about G? not wanting to be called G. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, Natalia, do you have a nickname? No. Like yes, at all? Like, <laughs> like what? The missile. I don't have no. a nickname. Well, I wish. I mean, you, I had the speed. You really, uh, <laughs> no, I don't you, have you really never had a nickname like when you were a kid, like other kids in your school. Oh well, they used to tease me. They used to tease me about in 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 school because my last name is Santa Maria, and that's how you start the Ave Maria, the praying thing in back in Colombia. So you said Santa, Santa Maria. Maria Madre Dios. Madre Dios. Oh my God, that was like, yeah. yeah, and then I think at some point when they decided to start calling people by their last names and not the first names, I don't know why, then they start calling me Santa. And then my brother got that nickname. He stole it from me. So I was the first uh, Santa and then my brother got Santa. But it all came well, from the Santa Maria, Madre Dios. But other than that, I didn't have a nickname. But I, I, would say that Santa, I would say that Santa probably had Santa before either of you guys. Because he's been around for a minute. Yeah, but you know that Santa is nobody back in Colombia. So back in Colombia is Papa Noel. So that connection with Santa Claus wasn't there. Yeah. Oh, clown. We could make a a killer appearance, the both of us. I'll be the first word and then you'll be the second. (laughs) Santa Claus. (laughs) Klaus, what was your, I mean, I know your nicknames when you were a kid, a thousand of them, but you didn't really have a nickname that like stuck. No. Mm -mm. No. I mean, nicknames that we call you in the house, like, you know, family, but nothing. Um, What about Mike? Mike, what were your nicknames when you were growing up? I don't think I had any. Maybe like Spriggsy or something like that, but that's not really a nickname. (laughs) Or Mikey. British. (laughs) No, actually, Australians are very fond of uh, Yen Z. Well, that's a bad example, but yeah, yeah, for some reason with Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love when they when they call Yates Yatesy. Yatesy. Yeah. <laughs> Yatesy. It's like that's Oh. Uh, I'm waiting. What are they going to call Esteban Chavez? Chavesy? Chavesy? Stavesy? He's the Colombian kangaroo. Yeah, the Colombian <laughs> kangaroo is so bad. Yeah. No, they I've heard some some people within Orica refer to him as Chavito. So which is a much better that, nickname than that. That was others, his Colombian like, nickname. Yeah, that was yeah, the Colombian. But some of them have the Colombian nickname given to them by fellow racers and teammates. Yeah, writers. Like yeah, yeah. The name that he was given was La Ronca. And La I Ronca. remember that somebody asked him if yeah. he preferred Bananito or La Ronca. And he said, I kind of like La Ronca better because that yeah. was well, I like my, a, my uh, original one, but whatever. I did a post on my now defunct blog about that 
Um, and it actually has La Ronca de Oro compared to uh, Betancourt. And I put like a song by La Ronca de Oro and why the name came about and all stuff. But anyway, listen, Steve Cummings has been helping out Eurosport with some of their commentary, right? I don't know if you guys have seen any of this. This poor guy he has the personality of a rubber hose, man. This guy's so fucking flat. It's just so absolutely boring. And I was just like, what are they doing? Why do they have this guy here? And then I remembered way back in the day, Sean Kelly had even less personality than he has now. So maybe Steve Cummins is, you it know, moving on up years. a little bit. Yeah, maybe in 10 years, I won't laugh every time Steve Cummins is on TV. Wow, it was bad. He was like, yes, no, well, I think so, but maybe, but I'm not sure. Like, it was so bad. Painful, painful, painfully bad. All right, so um, we are moving on um, to the last week of the Giro. Best part, I mean, obviously, the most amazing couple of stages, including the... Sima copy. Mm, that sounds good. I'll have that. With Tom Dumoulin's, uh in pink, Nairo Quintana, two minutes and 41 seconds behind, and Thibaut Pino, 3.21. Vincenzo Nibali, 3.40. Zaccarini's already, like, past 4.20. So, question for each of you guys. Is Tom Dumoulin going to win the Giro d'Italia now that he has almost three minutes on Quintana? Klaus, you go first. Ufa, ufa. Uh, <laughs> ufa, it, ufa. It has to be kind of a monumental collapse. And the thing is, we don't know if he's the kind of rider that can go into a third week with that many mounts. It's untested. You know what I mean? So based on the fact that we haven't seen if he's able to do that, I would more count on Naito's ability to to keep going at him than his ability to stay strong for a third week, which he Klaus, just hasn't done before. Okay, in so Klaus is... When yeah. Aru took it from him, if that's the same case, maybe mm. he should crack. Because I think it, it has... It happened... was similar to what happened in La Vuelta. I don't remember. Was it last year or before? When Aru... Two years ago. It was like Aru and Landa attacking him until he cracked or something. And then he lost that good chunk of time. So both of you guys think that Tom Dumoulin is not going to win the Giro. I don't know. Listen to me. So this is what I've been thinking about. I think he has been in this place before, precisely in La Vuelta. And from Mm -hmm. what I see now, and we talked about it a little bit before. uh, Oh, no, but that wasn't valid. Sorry. So the way that he did Europa, it was by frooming it. You know, like pretty much just riding yeah. tempo up yeah. to the up to the top. So what I was thinking about is that maybe if he doesn't freak out and starts, you know, like changing these accelerations and he keeps as much as he can going up these monsters that are in no comparison at all to Europa. If he starts just saying, look, I'm just going to try to ride at my pace, you know, like don't freak out, try to limit the losses as much as I can, as I can, and then get as fresh as... I can, sorry for repeating, to the final time trial, maybe, maybe the thing can be flipped over. I don't know how much time Nairo can get over but him. If he starts, you know, like doing this constant effort. I don't know if he's going to be able to to sustain that because one thing is doing what he did going up Europa, but the other thing is the massive stage 
that we have tomorrow with all the mountains one after the other one without a significant flat part. I don't think that that should... I mean, I, I, I hoping, I'm hoping or no, I'm expecting to he to see him struggle. Now, I don't know if cracking as, you know, like see him losing like two minutes or, or more is going to be possible. And I think that's well, what a lot of people is thinking, are thinking about. I don't and know. And I think, see, the thing is, like, I don't know how he can respond to a time trial uh, at the end of a, yeah, a three-week exactly. Grand Tour. Things like that is what I mean. Like, it's kind of untested. <laughs> However, he'll do much better than Quintana. We know that. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yes. also keep I, in mind that that stage, what is that climb called? Europa, whatever it was called. Europa. Europa. He, he said it suits him perfectly because it was flat, yeah. flat, flat climb at the end. But, I mean, he looked well, amazing. Yeah, and, and I mean, the, 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 the whole climb it was, was very like, – it, it was a very mellow, like, you know, climb. It wasn't anything crazy. I mean, there was a couple of places that had 12%, but most of the time it was like 6 7%. It wasn't like anything super crazy. Yeah, um, I, I, they, he was going well. I mean, he, he completely crushed it. Somebody yeah. was – you know, like the, the ones that are follow this type of – uh, measurements <laughs> they were when they post the best times going up the climb in history and the guy you know like the only the only guy beating him is Pantani apparently wow and, that's and people crazy. said that there is similar yeah, I mean the, it is a similar it was a similar stage temperature wise was similar you know like all the conditions were similar enough that that you can kind of compare yeah, both I, of them that's the best that's one of the best Pantani stages of all time when he when he won that stage up there. It's in, mm-hmm. insane. It's unbelievable. Um, okay. I think, I think Dumoulin is either going to win uh, with like, you know, a good minute of cushion or he's going to lose by like six minutes. I think he's either going to keep up in all the climbs, doing his thing, frooming it. Mm-hmm. His team is not, I mean, he doesn't have a team really that's going to be able to help him, but I don't think he necessarily needs one. So he's either going to do that or he's going to crack on like the second to last climb in one of these stages. And by the time they get up, but they get done, he's going to be like six, seven minutes back. I think it's going to be one or the other, but I, I, I see the former being more likely. I think that Tom Dumoulin right now has a much, much better chance of winning the Giro d'Italia than Nairo Quintana does. Or, obviously, what about TJ? Thibaut Pino. Or, uh, <laughs> TJ, TJ Van Garderen does have a chance to win it. Uh, it's been done before. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that Tour de France in, um, what year was it that What's-His-Face won it? <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah, Floyd Landis. What year was it that What's-His-Name won it? And the, and the answer comes, <laughs> Floyd Landis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike, what do you think? Tom Dumoulin, Nairo Quintana, Tivo Pino, Nibali, Sakharin, Vivo. I think because of the TT at the end, I think Dumoulin is is the favorite. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's his to lose. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. So let's let's speculate and uh, assume that Nairo gets a difference over Dumoulin. How much do you think he needs to have before mm. that final time trial to be able to... How long do you know? I was about to ask the same question. 45 minutes. (laughs) 45 minutes? (laughs) Wait, you mean mean he needs 45 minutes or the time trial is 45 minutes long? He needs needs 45 minutes. Time trial is 
27.6. And the one they already did was 40. Yeah. Um, how much time would he need? I so think that... He probably needs like six to be minutes. Safe, to be safe, I would say five minutes. New York, New York. All right. Yeah, I guess that's it. It's seriously like five or six minutes in order yeah, to have enough think, of a pad. I, I so, wouldn't... Well, now who knows? No who knows? way. Maybe. No way. I mean, how much did he lose in the first time trial? Like three minutes or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think with two minutes, like one minute and a half for two minutes should be... So, but, no, no, no. But know. what I mean, not of a pad. I mean, he has to gain back like the oh, 235 yeah, yeah, yeah. plus. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, he needs five to six minutes. And that, for a guy that looks as, uh, you know, froomable as he has been, <laughs> that kind of constitutes a, a gigantic collapse. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I I agree with you guys. But yeah, it, he yeah that day he would just have to like at the start line just put his bike down and take a dump on it, <laughs> and that would be what he yeah just like give up. And uh, just 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 something before I before we leave, did we just invented a new cycling term? Frooming it, frooming it. <laughs> uh, no, I've heard it used before. Oh, I've okay. heard it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess before that people used to indurain it. <laughs> Uh, or Wiggins it. <laughs> he kind of, he got, he wigged it. Oh, I'll tell you what, though. I heard, I heard uh, some people in Eurosport comparing Tom Dumoulin to Miguel Indurain. Yeah, Dumoulin. They were, yeah, they, Dumoulin, I saw yeah. on Twitter, they were like, he's really to tall too, right? Nicknames. He, he's Dumoulin. tall, not, not, as, not as big as Indurain was, definitely not. But the same kind of guy, a dude that can time trial like a mother. Very, very strong. And can keep up on climbs. So yeah, I mean, there's. I mean, I don't think that he's as good as as Indurain. Indurain had already won the world at least once, if not twice, by the time he was Dumoulin's age. Yeah, but get time, get time. He's impressive for sure. He definitely is, and and a super likable guy too. So I can't hate on him. So if he ends up winning the Giro, good for him. Chapo. Um, maybe he can afford to get a chin reduction surgery. Oh. <laughs> No one's waiting for that. Why took so long? It's not like Jay Leno, like. No, 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 no. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Okay. Well, guys, thank you very much for uh, joining me again. And everybody out there, speedmetalcycling.com is the place to be. And the place to be with Run DMC. All right. Thanks again to Health IQ and our awesome patrons. All right. We are out of here. Peace. Kule, 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 pe, kule, 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 kule,